The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Hey, welcome back to 1002. It's great to be back with you uh, here on this July day, a nice hot day. Um, Thank you for your patience as I took a little bit of time off just to kind of figure out which end was up. Uh, Our family is in transition and we'll be moving uh, shortly to a new location here in America. And I'll be working with a mission agency uh, talking about the unreached and raising awareness for the unreached and just helping raise awareness for missions and what needs to be done again, the very purpose of this of this podcast. So I just appreciate uh, your flexibility and your patience and just your prayers too as our family transitions. Uh, today, the people group that I just want to highlight is the Tatu Amdu people. Uh, they're currently living in China, uh, but they are from Tibet. Um, or the, I'm sorry, yeah, they're from Tibet and they had to flee Tibet to India and other places Uh, because of the control of China. So there's actually four different sects of this people. This particular group lives in China, not India, and they are only about 100,000 of them, completely unreached. And so what I didn't realize until I studied a little bit about this is the Tatu Amdu people are actually the people groups. There's four Amdu people groups, and they're the people groups that the Dalai Lama's from. So you've probably heard of the Dalai Lama, kind of the leader of the Tibetan Buddhists, um, the, and this group of people, he would be from one of these four clans. And so in, in early, like late 50s, early 60s, they all fleed based on a prophecy they heard that they like ants, they would scatter across the world until the Dhamma came back uh, to bring them home. And so now they are living in different areas. And this particular group is in China. And there's, to our knowledge, there's not a single Christian among them. And if anyone became a Christian, there would be severe, severe consequences. So essentially, these people walk in darkness, um, as do a lot of people walk in darkness. And so just just a lot of prayer for this people group. You can take the gospel materials to them, but you have to be extremely, extremely careful. Um, There are portions of the Bible in their language, uh, the Jesus film, and there are recordings in their language. Their language would be a Tibetan ambu. So again, one of these four people groups. And so, Lord, we just pray for this people group. Uh, they obviously follow a man. They follow the Dalai Lama. They believe that he is a Messiah, so to speak, an Antichrist. And so, Lord, we pray that these people will come out of darkness, that they will be awakened. We pray for some believers uh, to carefully take them the gospel and find ways to witness to them. We pray that if there are is a Christian in this group, that they would come forward and begin to preach and teach. Um, but we just pray for this people group to be reached um, and to be found and to be no longer walking in darkness. I've been walking through 2 Corinthians as an individual, and, and that's where today's challenge will come from, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 14, it says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what partnership has righteous with lawlessness, and what fellowship has light with darkness? And as I read about this people group and literally just said they're in complete darkness, and there's every single time that you use this app for the unreached people, there's a Bible verse attached, and it had Isaiah 9-2. It says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. 
those who dwell in the land of the deep darkness on them has a light shone. And so, again, this, this people group is just in complete darkness, needing a light to be shown on them. And then as I read this first and second Corinthians, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Do not be unequally yoked uh, with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteous with lawlessness? What fellowship has light with darkness? And I just thought, how profound is that, right? Like so many times we want to be yoked with the world. And a lot of times this this verse is, is referring to marriage or we teach it that it's referring to marriage, but I think it's bigger than that. It is relationship, yes, and it is marriage, yes. But I think it, I think it goes beyond that. Because when you, if you think about it, when two oxen are yoked together, they have to work as a team. They have to go forward. If one is going right and the other is going left, there's disaster. If one is going right and the other one doesn't want to, there's disaster. And so if one goes right, they both have to go right. If one goes left, they both have to go left. And so if you think about that as a believer and you're yoked to someone, whether in a business partnership uh, whether in a friendship, maybe even a roommate, or or again in marriage, and you're living with someone that's in darkness, you're living with someone who's lawlessness, or working, or or being married to someone. Sooner or later, you're going to end up either splitting courses, or one or the other is going to happen. You're going to get sucked into their way of life, or perhaps they will get sucked into your way of life. And so, scriptures is pretty clear. Man, we should not be yoked with this. We need to be yoked equally. Right? We need to be yoked with people who have like-minded. And so again, I definitely think this applies to marriage, the people that we spend our life with, the people that we do life with, the people we're married to. But I think it also applies to friendships and roommates. Yes, we need to have friends in the world. We need to have unbelieving friends, but they shouldn't be your best friends. They shouldn't be the people that you spend all of your time with. Right? We need friends who are going to challenge us and hold us accountable. And if we have a roommate, ideally it should be someone who thinks and, and like you and, and acts like you. And you know, if you are getting up late on Sunday morning or Wednesday night or whatever, they're going to encourage you, hey, let's, let, you know, let's go to Bible so let's go to church. It doesn't mean you have to attend the same church, but not someone that's a party animal. And I think even with business, if you're starting your own business or you have your own business and you have a business partner or a colleague, you want to think about this. Because again, the business practices that you're going to do as a believer, opposed to the ones that an unbeliever is going to do, are going to be different. We're constantly trying to be yoked with the darkness. We're constantly trying to say it's okay. We're all equal. I mean, we see that all over our culture being pushed on us. But the reality is we're not all equal. We're different. God created mankind differently. He created male and female. We're created differently. And obviously, if we follow with Christ, we are different. Our life is different. Our thoughts are different. Our attitudes are different. We do a different way of life. And so, just want to challenge you. Don't be unequally yoked. If you're a young person listening to this and you think it's okay to date someone who doesn't believe in the Lord or isn't a Christian, it's not. It's a terrible idea. And if you're in business and you have a business partner who's got some sketchy practices or you're not sure you agree with them, then you're probably right. You probably don't. I just encourage you to look at this verse, 2 Corinthians 6.14, and think about that. What are you yoked to? What are you yoked to? And what, what yokes perhaps do you need to break in your life? Again, we've named all three different aspects, a relationship, a uh, someone that you do business with or even someone that's a roommate or a friend, you know, where do you need to break some yokes or not be yoked to those people so that you can live in the light and be light to the darkness?